welcome to the Journey Through the Generations podcast. I'm Trisha, and I must admit that I haven't really been doing that much research recently. So today we're just going to talk about some things that are going on in the genealogy community that I think are very interesting. First on my list is Relative Race. Relative Race is one of my favorite genealogy shows. It's basically like Amazing Race. It's paired off in couples. There's four couples, and they race around America. The difference is, is that they meet people who are DNA matches. They've done a ancestry DNA test prior to taping the show. So they go from city to city in a car. They have to drive everywhere, which is crazy to me nowadays because everybody flies everywhere now. But um, they drive around the country and they meet their relatives. And another cool thing about this show is they actually have to spend the night with these people that they've never met because they meet them for the first time on the show. And they have to spend the night with them. They usually like go out to eat or go do some kind of like bowling or paint night or something like that. And then they catch up and figure out how they're related. So season four of Relative Race premieres Sunday, September 16th on BYU TV. The first time I watched the show, my sister and I binge watched the first two seasons and I was completely hooked. So once you watch it, you're going to love it. So make sure you check that out on BYU TV. Last week, PBS announced that Finding Your Roots um, will be premiering in January of 2019. Now, Finding Your Roots is the TV show, genealogy-wise, that really helped me with my research. This show, um, the host, um, Henry Louis Gates Jr., he basically presents information that he and other researchers have found on celebrities like um, L.O. Cool J, Congressman John Lewis, Barbara Walters. It's just a different, a lot of different people. And this is season five. Um, and the thing that I like about Finding Your Roots the most is that they kind of show you how they found the information that I found this newspaper article or my researchers went to the National Archives and was able to find this tax document. And I was able to, by watching the past four seasons, I was able to actually get ideas and things on how I could actually do research and things that I had never thought about um, that would help me with my research, like tax records, for instance, when you are looking into slavery, um, the slave owners had to pay taxes on their property, and that included slaves. So in some instances, they actually did list them by their first name, whereas in census records, they're not. So Finding Your Roots has really been beneficial to me, and I love that show, and it's coming back um, in January of 2019. So I will be watching a lot of TV this fall and winter with Relative Race and... Um, finding your roots coming back on. 
So on my next podcast, which will be in October, there will be at least three episodes of Relative Race that would have aired. So I think maybe I will do a recap of those first few episodes just to catch you guys up, let you know what's going on. Um, My favorite color is green. Every couple has the theme color. So originally, I always start out going for um, team green. So next month, we'll see how I'm feeling about team green and if I've changed my mind. So be on the lookout for my recap of relative race next month. Um, That's really about it about um, genealogy in the TV world. Um, I do want to mention Roots Tech. Um, Roots Tech is probably the biggest genealogy conference in the world. Um, I know it's been going on well over 10 years. The exact amount of years, I'm not quite sure. Um, It's held every February in Salt Lake City, Utah. And they have vendors there, all of the major um, DNA companies, Ancestry, um, Living DNA, 23andMe, they're all there, along with um, other vendors that, you know, sell T-shirts and bags and books and reference items and things like that. But they also have classes, um, workshops on DNA, on how to find newspapers, how to search at the National Archives. It's a five-day Um, event. And it's huge. When I say it's huge, I've seen pictures and a lot of people that I follow on um, Instagram and Facebook and the bloggers that I follow, they've all shared information in pictures. Um, But they announced last week that registration will be open um, September 20th of this year. So if you have plans to go, which I would love to go. I'm going to plan to go. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but registration opens September 20th of this year, and the actual conference is um, February 27th through March 3rd of 2019. So if you plan on going, you need to start now because you need to get a room, get your flight, get all your information together, make sure you have somewhere to stay. Um, start early because it's going to be a lot of people there. And on those lines, um, Root Tech also announced last week that they are going to have a second conference in 2019. It's going to be in October of 2019, and it's going to be in London. So they wanted to make sure that people overseas had a chance to go to their conference, which I think is great. So maybe if we don't make it in February, maybe we'll go to the London conference and go overseas and go to England. So we'll have to get that all figured out. But Roots Tech is definitely on my list of things to do um, next year. Um, I while we're talking about conferences, I'm going to the Afro-American History and Genealogy Annual Conference, also known as AUGS, um, in October. Registration is still open. You can still register until the end of this month. 
um, September. It's going to be in Philadelphia, and it is the weekend of October 12th. So I'm very excited about that. Right now, I'm getting you know all the stuff that together that I want to take, and my list is really big, so I'm going to have to scale down a little bit because um, we're flying there, so I can't take everything that I want. So I will definitely be discussing the conference, the people that I've met, the classes that I was able to attend, um, if I was able to get any get stuff from the vendors and things like that on my next podcast because I will definitely be waiting until after the conference to um, post my next podcast. Um, That's really all that's in the news and things that I'll be doing. I got an email from a listener recently, and this is what he wrote. Hi, Tricia. I enjoy listening to your podcast. What's the best way to find books about the city my ancestors lived in? Thanks, Justin. Justin, that's a great question. Um, finding books about your ancestor city and community is has a wealth of information that you wouldn't be able to find necessarily anywhere else. So I, too, look for books about my communities of Arkansas. And the best way that I know to do that is I use Google Books um, online in conjunction with worldcat.org. And that's W-O-R-L-D-C-A-T dot org, as in worldcatalog.org. So the first thing I do is I go to Google Books, and you use it just like you would Google. Um, You can put in a name, a city, a street, a church, um, whatever it is that you want to research. And um, for example... I went to Google Books, and I was looking up information on my grandfather, Gus Hatchett. So I just entered his name, Gus Hatchett. And the first result was the book titled, We Want a Boogie. So then I took that title, and I went to worldcat.org, and I entered that information in, and then I clicked on the book because it came up. So I clicked on the book. And then the good thing about worldcat.org is it tells you the libraries where you can find this book. And I was able to find a library close to me in Fayetteville and in Springdale where that book was located. Um, So I use those two in conjunction with each other. I use Google Books to actually find the title of books. And I use WorldCat to find the location of where I can actually go check out the book or I can actually go to a research center and find the book. Um, Unfortunately, you know, there are going to be times when the book is not going to be close by. So you just have to keep that in mind that sometimes you're not going to be able to find a book in a library near you, especially if you aren't researching close to the city that you're from or your family is from, but it will list all the libraries um, that the book has if that library is associated with WorldCat. 
Library.org and the majority of libraries nowadays um, through their digital collections are. So thanks, Justin, for listening. And that was a great question. And if you have a question or you just want to say hi, you can um, email me at myjourneythroughgenerations at gmail.com. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at genjourneyblog and check out my website, journeythroughthegenerations.com. Thanks so much for listening. And don't forget, follow the journey and love the journey. Bye. Bye.